The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. Tuesday, June 6th, 8.30. Tucker's had a big day. Tucker went to Target today. Mm. Tucker mm. talked to Grandma today. Tucker picked up a desk today. Tucker is moving. Mm-hmm. Tucker's yes, back sir. in Blacksburg, man. How you doing? That's right, baby. Hey, we're back. Um, doing great, you know. Two weeks into training. Um, happy to be back. Um, morale's high. Everybody's doing well, I think. You know, everybody's excited to be back, so um yeah man it's just uh it's good to be back in blacksburg even though you know the population's like sixty thousand people less or something but uh, whatever it is but um it's good it's good to be back you know like you said moving so in the process of moving um getting close to the facility so that's gonna be kind of nice so i have three uh we're gonna start this thing off with three pretty heavy hitting questions mm-hmm. uh, the first one kind of took over Twitter by storm, Virginia Tech Twitter by storm. Um, and according to Pry Nose Ball, he put a tweet out and it said that uh, it is rumored that you are now dating Taylor Swift following her breakup in 1975. No Taylor. way. No you, way. Can you confirm right. or deny these rumors with Taylor Swift? Um, man, just to, just, to, um, just to keep it entertaining, I can neither confirm or deny these, um, these rumors. So, you know, I think we're just going to have to – have to find out later down the road we'll see okay we'll see um, i got you but yeah i did just see that today um so it kind of caught me off guard when i saw it but um you know we'll see who knows we'll see. stay Exciting tuned times stay that's tuned right. that's right um next question so you mentioned it uh two weeks into the new uh training schedule everybody's back on campus but I want to talk specifically about the freshmen who have moved in. Uh, they're all getting getting settled in. So have any of them stood out in the weight room during running? Uh, have you gotten close with any of them early on? Uh, talk to me a little bit about the newcomers. Yeah, um, it's a good group. It's a good group. Um, you know, I saw also on Twitter today where um, someone had posted about the the fact that, like, our roster currently is, like, 41% different. Uh, with scholarship players than it was a year ago or something like that. Um, And, like, from my perspective, our roster looks the best that it's looked since I've been here. Um, And a big part of that is this freshman class that's that's coming in. Um, They've been great. The dudes who early enrolled and the dudes who just got here, um, everybody's been great. Uh, I feel like they kind of cultivated well and it went really fast and they understand the, the, you know, where we're taking the, the direction of the program um, and just the culture that we've already cultivated so far and want to continue that they've done, they've done a great job of that. Um, 
But I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, as far as the kids who just got here this summer, uh, just two weeks ago when we got, when we got back, um, you know, it's kind of hard to tell as far as who pops out initially, just because, you know, there's very little, um, football going on compared to, you know, spring ball or fall camp. Fall camp is really when we'll find out, you know, who can ball and who can't, but, um, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been good. I think that, you know, the coaches have done a great job of recruiting great, great players um, that have not only fit our culture, but are also going to contribute in all the right ways to our team. Um, so it's exciting. I've uh, I've gotten to know a good bit of the new freshmen. Um, and, you know, me being a, a sophomore now, uh, I'm excited to be able to hopefully mentor some of those younger dudes and help them to um, progress throughout, you know, their co- college career while I'm here at least. But um, I mean, I wouldn't say anyone um, specifically out of the summer group who's enrolled, but we got some, you know, some kids who balled out in the spring game. Um, as far as the early enrollees, some dudes who really, it was cool to see like kids develop um, some of the guys from the beginning of spring ball to the end, which was kind of the same for me when I got here. Um, and just to see how college, you know, a, a good, college program develops players. So that's, you know, that's exciting. Um, but yeah, it's a good group. So I was meaning to ask you this. Um, it's almost like you're reading my notes, but this, this is the next one I got for you. So um, I read the article that was attached to that statistic uh, and it's 18 transfers have transferred out. Okay. 11 kids graduated. That's 29, it's 29 kids. And yeah. I was texting with some guys um, that were my teammates back when I was at Tech and the one that I can really remember is Michael Brewer came in and then Calvin Klein had left. Mm. And I don't want to say it was emotional, but it's like these are people you spend a bunch of time with. Um, yeah. Is that is that odd? We never would have had that big of a number. Um, yeah. How do you all handle that? Um, I, 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 I have no context or understanding of what that's like. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say that that's a two-way street. It's not just something where, you know, we as the dudes or, you know, the guys who have been there have to like figure out how to handle all these new people coming in. Um, well, I guess really it's kind of like three parts to it. It's, you know, how we handle it and how we do a good job of uh, cultivating a healthy environment for them coming in and the turnover. Um, and then it's also like the type of players that the coaches are recruiting. And then, you know, one the, once those players, the new guys get, you know, on campus, like what type of dudes are they and how are they going to invest in, you know, our program and what we're trying to do. Um, so it's, it's been good, though. Um, like I said, I think this is the best that our roster has looked um, since I've been here. And that that's a that's an exciting thing, um, especially. Um, like I can, you know, speak on my room, the wide receiver room, uh, just because I'm in there. Uh, it's, it's super competitive right now. Uh, it's the most competitive that it's been since I've been here. And so, you know, that's exciting. That's uh, one of our fundamentals. That's one of the things Coach Proc pushes every day and that we attack in practice, just like competing. Um, and so that's exciting. The roster looks great. Um, the new guys are, you know, they've, they've done a good job of um, – integrating into you know the team and finding um you know their their people but in general like everybody's done a good job of accepting the new guys and then also um 
you know, like you mentioned, like it's been tough to see people leave. Like, yeah, we, we you know, we've grown to know these guys really well and cultivate good relationships with them. Um, but at the end of the day, like we trust, uh, we trust the type of dudes that are coming in and that the coaches are bringing in. And then we wish the best to, you know, dudes who are transferring out, like they're, um, they're part of our family and they're part of, um, you know, is like for me, they're part of my development as a, as a man and as a player. Um, so I'm, I'm super thankful for, you know, the dudes who have come and, or who have been here and then gone since I've been here, but then, um, just super excited about the, the, the new group of people who new group of, of guys who are, who are here now. And, um, you know, we can't really, we don't really reflect that much on, you know, the past, but, um, we're definitely excited about our roster right now. Um, I think going into fall camp, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a heck of a fall camp. So I'm excited about it. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be good. So, uh, and you kind of touched on this again, um, and you're on Twitter. I know everybody sees it. People say they don't read it, but everybody reads it. Mm-hmm. Athlon ranked Virginia Tech 10th out of the 14 teams at the wide receiver position this year going into the season, mm. um, which is silly given the talent that was brought in and the youth at the position. So I'm not going to mm. ask you to comment on that. Uh, we can do that oh, for you. Yeah, I no, thought that's, that didn't that's pretty crazy. I thought that didn't make a lot of sense. Hey. Hey, I don't want yeah, to no, I'll, hey. Let me finish my, let me finish I, my question. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Right, I do want to ask. I do want to ask how the unit has gelled uh, since mm. the conclusion of spring ball. Um, how often are you guys getting out there into the indoor? Um, just kind of tell me about that yeah. unit and the cohesion of that unit. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, like I'm not going to say anything about any other group because genuinely, like, I don't know what other teams have. Um, just because I'm on the offensive side of the ball, like I know what other teams' corner rooms are looking like, but. Just in general, like our room is good, our room is legit, um, and I'll I'd put our room up against anyone else for sure. Um, the talent we've brought in and the talent that um, we've been able to cultivate and grow just in dudes developing over the past year, it's exciting. Um, but yeah, no, I me personally, I can't say anything about anyone else's room, but. Our room is uh, it's going to be good, and there's there's going to be some production coming out of our wide receiver room this year. Um, I'd bet on that for sure. Um, but yeah, so since spring ball, um, you know, we've only been back um, for summer training for two weeks, and then you know, there's the whatever, however many week and a half, two weeks that we have left after the spring game. Um, and you know, at, at that point, we're just kind of like getting ready for exams, doing, taking exams, you know, heading home. But, um, I would say just in the two weeks that we've been here for summer training, it's been really good. Um, I would say even compared to last year, um, there's been a lot more mesh in the wide receiver room, but also like the quarterback room and the wide receiver room, just because we've been able to get, um, a lot more work in together. Um, and then it's, it's been good because the cult, the culture and the, um, the cultivation that has been going on with, um, those two groups specifically. And then, you know, you got like the, the tight ends as well. Cause that's, you know, the main dudes who are going to be catching pass like water shooter and tight ends. Um, but it's been really good. There's been some, some dudes that have, you know, stepped up and, 
um, we expect them to step up, but it's been good um, to see how much work we put in, even just like compared to last year. Uh, just for example, this Saturday, uh, if you would have walked out to our facility, you would have seen like, I don't even know, probably 40, 50 dudes um, out there after we had our like optional power hour workout on Saturday. Um, like we, we had great RVA time where we just, this is, you know, player led. We just went out. I think we had, um, I'm pretty sure every receiver was there. Um, and so like, that's what you're looking for. You know, the, the best type of teams are teams that, um, have player led, um, things like that going on. And so that's been good. It's been really good. I think, you know, the summer also just gives us more time. Um, we still are in class, but it's mostly online. So it's just given us time to, to be able to spend, um, just hanging out, having fun. Um, and so, you know, we got a lot more summer to go, but, um, it's headed in the right direction and just that player led type of stuff is what is what you're looking for in a mature team. The, the most mature teams and the best teams have um, routine player led throwing, catching, you know, um, jugs, stuff like that. So it's been really good. Definitely uh, growing as a receiver room, getting to know each other. Well, um, you know, cultivating a, uh, a good, a good healthy community just in that room and then outside of it. So, Who's picking the music for the uh, for the for the throw sessions? Who's in charge of that? Ooh, you know that's a great question. I honestly think that the way it works is like I'm pretty sure that there's like a a computer already up on the aux for the indoor, and you know that shoots speakers outside too. So, um, I don't know, but it's it's been you good. It's been good. Yeah. Hey, it, I just show up and and run routes, catch you know catch from the cues, but, um, oh, it's, uh, you know, I, I feel pretty confident in our ability to, uh, to, you know, play some good tunes when it comes to, you know, time to get some work in on our own time. But, um, yeah. And also it's Saturday. So like when we're doing RVA it could most definitely be, you know, rap, whatever, uh, just to, just to be into it. But then towards the end when we're all like, oh, it's the weekend. It's kind of like, you know, some more relaxed, have fun, um, type of music, but it's always, it's always, it's always good. And it's, um, I'm really looking forward to that time the rest of the summer, just those, you know, Saturday mornings, getting it work together, just, uh, just us and the, you know, the guys. Sounds like, so you guys usually do this on Saturday. Yes. Saturday morning is our like optional. I mean, it is optional. It's, um, our option, the weight, the weight room's like open, and then, you know, we're, we have RVA at 10 for whoever wants to come. Do we, um, need, do we need to start doing, do we need to make some at Saturday act like it, uh, gym shirts? Get those, oh, get those out to you guys. Oh, okay. Can make that happen. Shoot. I like that idea. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm all for it. Whatever. You only get them if you show up and work on Saturday. Exactly. Okay. That's how, that's yeah, we'll, how I got to work. We'll work on that. We'll we'll get something. Sure. Uh, we'll get something for Saturday Club going on. Um, sick. Virginia Tech has hosted a plethora of recruits over the past couple of weeks. I know you guys have some camps. Um, curious, do you have any responsibilities? You hosted any visits, and whether it's a recruit, friend, or family, mm. what are some of the staples that you make sure people see when they come to Blacksburg? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we've already had. 
we've already had like two or two or three camp two camps so far we have one thursday and there's one sunday so um those have been great so far you know i usually work the camps just to you know do whatever i can but um it's been great so far um you know we're gonna have a lot of kids coming through so it's a great opportunity for the coaches to kind of like you know see dudes who are probably um under recruited and may just might just catch a coach's eye so that's always good but um, yeah, I mean, recruiting's in full swing. Uh, we have we've had o- OVs over the past weekend and into this week. I didn't host this past weekend, but the plan is for me to host this coming weekend. But I'm not even sure who yet. Um, and then you know, I'm sure I'll host a few more times throughout the summer. But um, for me, uh, one thing that I enjoyed when I was um, when I was going through the recruiting process uh, was when dudes were just kind of like genuine, like they were just themselves instead of, you know, like trying to put on for the recruits. Um, And so for me, it kind of just depends on what type of dude my recruit is. I try to figure that out before, you know, as much as I can just, you know, follow him on social media, whatever, try to figure out what type of guy he is. And then, you know, that first night of the year together, you're eating, uh, eating a meal together and spending time with their family. So you can kind of get a feel for it. But, um, shoot, I, I honestly don't really change anything from my normal routine of just like, um, you know, hanging out, spending time with, uh, with other guys, like my friends, like I want to get them around other teammates. That's, I would say like the only thing that's like, I, I got to do this because, um, I want them to understand like the type of, um, community we have just within our team i don't really care so much about um like downtown or whatever you know other other life outside of just our team because at the end of the day that's that's who you got when you're here and you're playing football especially like right now like it's a summer nobody's really here we're the only people here we're working our butts off so um you know that's that's the that's the number one thing that's the only thing that i think is like mandatory for me that i'm that i make sure that if I have a recruit, if I'm hosting, I'm getting them in front of um, other teammates, good people, uh, just to, you know, it's good for him to be able to feel out um, what type of guys we are. You know, football is one thing, but to really understand, like, what type of dudes I'm going to be around on a daily basis, that was important for me at least. You know, it might not be for some other people, but – and if that's the case, and then I just – I straight up ask them, and if they want to go do something, then we'll, we'll go do whatever they want. But um, – yeah, just being genuine. I don't try to, you know, put on or um, act fake and just for them to commit, you know, I try to be genuine and do whatever I can to to help them make that decision. But ultimately, yeah, I think this is a great place to be. So um, I do my best to recruit when I can and, you know, help everybody out. Moving into our last segment of the podcast, Rapid Fire and Letters from the Lunch Pail. Uh, this segment is brought to you by South Block in Nova and D.C. It is owned by a Virginia Tech alum. So use code SUNS15 for 15% off of your acai bowl, smoothie, mm. or fresh juice mm. right mm. on the app. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep kaling it. That's what they say. So shout out to our friends over at yeah. South Block. Hey, real quick. I haven't seen or I haven't been there. But I see the stuff y'all post on the stories, and it, it's good uh, stuff. it looks oof. So I actually, gotta, I got to give me some. I'm glad you brought this up because when I uh, when I met the gentleman who owns it, 
he was considering bringing one down to Blacksburg. That's not oh. that's not happen. It, it's it's a potential okay. maybe later it's, thing. Okay. Um, but would that be something that you think would be an absolute hit? Oh yes. Nothing oh yes. Hey. Bowl space right now. It's a it's a college town, man. Come on, and you know the you know the white girls are going to be in there getting getting the bowl, whatever it is. They love that stuff. Hey, they eat it up. They I do. Mean, am I wrong? You know, the white up, the so. white chicks would absolutely adore some white chicks would go crazy for that and so. smoothies. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get we got we got to get one down there for sure. That's most a, definitely that's an absolute no brainer slam dunk. Uh, what is your favorite class that you have taken this past semester? And what's your major? We haven't mm. even talked about that. Yeah, so my major is human development. Um, for me, honestly, I don't really know what I'm going to do with that. Um, but it's interesting for me just because, um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, what type of household I was, I was raised in, like mm-hmm. everything I see is from a Christian uh, point of view is from a Christian perspective. And I, you know, hold my faith, um, to be above all else and everything in my life. So, uh, it's, it's been cool. It's not as much like I'm going to do this in school. That way I can have this job. Like realistically, I just want to have impact, um, when I get into the workforce. So wherever that takes me, like it takes me, but, um, it's been cool because it's, it's helped me to see the way that the world gives reason. And, um, you know, like a, just a secular understanding of the way humans develop and the way that we understand and see things, um, you know, like the psychological side of it. Um, I don't know, it's just interesting to me. And so, um, yeah, I would even say just going on, and answering your question, my favorite class this past year was a human development class that I took. It was a, um, let's see, there's so many of them. It was human development. Um, and it was, oh, it was relationships. That's what it was. And, um, and so it was cool because I got to learn a lot. Um, but not only learn a lot, you know, I'd, I'd had, um, those types of things. Um, I've talked to those types of things with, you know, growing up in a, in a, a godly household and just learning what that means to me from a Christian perspective. Um, and so I know how I view those things, but it was cool just to be able to see how uh, a secular college teaches those things. And so, um, it was, it was, you know, cool for me to, to be able to learn from that perspective, just to be able to resonate and understand how to approach people when I'm talking to, um, you know, people about that sorts of, you know, that type of things when they're not Christians like I am. So, um, yeah, for sure that, uh, first, this isn't a question. This is more of a, more of a point. It comes from Robin Semper. He says, uh, awesome field vision, Tucker. There was a picture of you from the Georgia tech game. He says, as a VT alumnus with a daughter on the Georgia tech physician squad, your return was the highlight of my weekend. Locking eyes with my okay. that play and Lane Stadium's response told her everything about why I am a Hokie. It's from Rob. Mm. Mm. That's good. Everything about why I'm a Hokie. That's what it's all about. Sam Stromberg, Sam Stro 757. Uh, he asks, what are the expectations and standards going forward for the 2023 season and onward mm. within this team? And I want to, I think the fan base, and this is not directed at Sam, this is directed at everybody. Everybody, and I'll just tell you, we're going to do a podcast where we where we give you the number. But I think it's foolish to be going into a season, regardless of what you're playing, and saying, well, 
we should win this many games. If we do mm-hmm. X, then this is a success. If we do Y, this is a failure. Which you guys are all really able to uh, kind of impact directly is mm-hmm. what the standard is based upon what is expected out of you guys from practice, yeah. what is expected from you guys out of the facilities. So what is that standard and what do you guys look to? Yeah. Well, first of all, we're in phase three right now, which is, you know, we have Coach Fry, one of his things is the five phases, the five phases. So our winter phase, winter training, spring ball, and then summer training, which is what we're in right now, and then fall camp, and then the season, this phase five. And so our goal is to win each phase. Um, when we're done with the phase, we don't worry about that, the phase that we were in before, and we don't worry about the phase that's ahead of us. Um and what I can tell you now is that phases one and two, I feel like we won those. Uh, the winter training was an insane amount better than last year. Um, and I think it was just because we understood expectations and we all had a call. Like we knew we were, we were there to work and we, you know, we're here to win this year. And so that was awesome to see, like, just how much harder we worked in the winter. And then in the spring, it was the same way. Uh, it was a lot better than um, last year. And so right now we're in phase three, summer summer training. Um, and, you know, we're just two weeks in. So it's, you know, we're not, we're not that many workouts in, two weeks worth. But at the end of the day, like, we want to win each phase. And winning each phase means training harder than any other team in the country. Um, but not only training harder and like putting more effort, like putting more focused effort. Um, and so, you know, I think everybody kind of understands that. Um, and the new guys have picked up with it really well. Um, but yeah, like our goal is to win this phase and, and it's that simple, whatever it takes, uh, whatever commitment, whatever perseverance, whatever, um, you know, physical or mental toll that takes, like that's our goal. Um, we know the standard, Everybody on the team knows the standard. We talk about it on a daily basis. And so just to be able to um, understand, like, each person on my right and my left, like, when we're, you know, running 300-yard shuttles or whatever we're doing um, that sucks that day, like, we just embrace it and, you know, not only get through it, but just try to, like, push each other and get better through it. So, um, you know, I think we're in a good place. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, you know, proud of – the the winter and the spring that we've had and now we we got to work in a way that um we can say the same thing about the summer when we're when we're done with it so yeah last one comes from steve bryce who is the fastest player on the team i'm assuming oh. if you if you say yourself you can't say yourself but are, okay. are you the fastest player on the team okay here's a question though are we in are we including cole beck I feel that's, like that's yeah. That's, that's the question. Are we I, including Colbeck? I guess we can automatically say that he's the fastest person on the team. Yes, now, yes. I will say there is a difference between uh, speed football, on a football speed field and, track speed. and speed it's on a completely track. Different, yes. But he's also fast. Period. I'm sure you can <laughs> ice skates or you know whatever biome you choose. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so let's go. Let's let's take let's take Colbeck out and okay. uh, who's the fastest guy? Yeah. Which first of all. Good luck, Colbeck. Nationals this week. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Super excited for him. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's take Colbeck out of the equation. Fastest guy on the team. Mm. Um, honestly, 
See, I think I think I think it's a tough thing because we ran forties after spring ball. And um that's one thing to look at like 40 yard dash times because you know a lot of that depends on how good your start is or whatever. So like I think there's two different types of speeds, you know, you have like your quickness, like your dudes who are um like you know, a lot of running backs have like real quick twitchy speed. Water bug. But yeah. then yeah, then you also have like your top end speed guys. And me personally, like I don't feel like I'm a real super twitchy, like in and out and at top speed in no time type of guy. Um I wish I was and I'm working on that, but I feel like I'm a more top end speed type of guy. So me personally, I put my top end speed against anyone on the team. Um, I'm not saying I'm the fastest, but I'm saying I'll race anybody. And I think my top end speed is as fast as anyone on the team. Um, but if we're talking about like 40 yard dash, then that's going, we're going to have to, we're going to have to have a race mm-hmm. in all reality because there's some fast dudes on the team. Um, Daquan, uh, Felton can run. I can run. Jalen Lane can run. Um, Tootin can run. Shoot, Chance Black can run. Dorian Strong can run. I think there's a lot of dudes who can really scoot. Um, and that's just to name a few. But I feel like that's a good a good problem to have, you know. Last one for a bonus. Are there any fat guys that are fast? I, I pride myself on being a pretty fast fat guy. Any uh, any offensive lineman or defensive lineman that can really move? So here here's the here's the question. We you might upset some people. Here's the question: What are we uh, what are we like classifying as fat? So the thing that brings it back is when I was in college, we had uh, in hindsight it was kind of a stupid setup, but we had Tim Settle start on the sideline and DJ Reed uh, start running in a straight line, and okay. he had to cut him off in like I think 45 or 40 yards and Tim was 300 you know you can google Tim said yeah. on that whatever he looks yeah. like in an NFL uniform add 40 pounds um like he was he was a big boy he was big. uh and he and he tracked him down uh that got picked up by like Sports Illustrated and everything else which is a stupid video wow. on Snapchat okay. um but yeah just just somebody who really wows you like you're watching him move that fast and it's like watching a rhinoceros in the jungle you're mm. like, I didn't know that they I, I didn't know that 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 mass was capable of moving at that speed. Okay. I, I got one and I'm real, I'm not sure how fast he actually is, but when I watch either like game film or specifically more specifically, uh, practice film, um, I would say Rio, Rio can move, uh, D lineman. And he's, he's not small, you know, he's a big dude. Uh, we call him worm, but dude, he can move. And it's one of those things where like, it don't look like he's moving that fast, but like he'll close some space, especially if he's chasing the cue, if he's chasing the quarterback out of the pocket, Hey man, he'll close some space. So um, it's always good to have a dude like that on the D line. Sounds good. Well, Tucker, dude, I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your summer coming up at nine mm-hmm. o'clock. I know you had a bunch of stuff you were knocking out today, but yes, keep killing it in phase three. We appreciate you as always, and we're looking forward to this fall. Yes, sir. Always appreciate you. It's 
time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know it's what you're thinking. Dude.